Welcome back to another episode of the Hazardous Casuals podcast. We are an actual play tabletop RPG podcast using the Genesis narrative dice system. My name is Matt and I am the Game Master. We are thrilled that you are joining us for another episode. If you want to keep up to date with the show or learn more about our setting, the world of Valerian, you can check us out on Twitter or our Podbean page. All that information is in our show notes. Before we jump into our episode, I wanted to remind everyone that if you would like to submit an item to the show for the players to have an opportunity to purchase, we need those in by this Sunday, the 21st of February. You can send all those uh, submissions to our email at hazardouscasuals at gmail.com. That email is also in our show notes. Before we jump into our recap, I believe we have another message from the ad boards. Hey, you guys, this is Leroy. Um, <laughs> I'm just answering a classifies. I was placing the podcast last week. Um, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> Abigail, I'm, I'm the portal expert that like you were, you were asking about. Now, I don't exactly remember where I sent you, but I remember you being like totes fine. Mm. Um, if you could maybe reach back out to me and to tell me where you are, I'd be happy to, to drop you a line and maybe stop by sometime. I'd, I'd love it. It'd be a lovely, lovely time with you. Uh, thank you. Again, this is Leroy, Sandy Harbor. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my not Leroy Jenkins? No, no, I'm not a Leroy Jenkins. I'm just Leroy. No last name. Previously, our heroes safely crossed the bridge and defeated a band of gargoyles. Afterwards, they discovered a courtyard that had been protected from shadow magic. They decided to settle in for a night of rest and quickly found a safe guard tower that they could easily lock and protect. As Makra set up for the first watch of the evening, curiosity got the best of Kachi, and he slipped out unnoticed to do some investigating. Later on during the second watch, Ruby confronted Raytheon about the shadow magic that Raytheon had casted on the bridge. Makra ended up keeping an eye out on their crazed wizard friend, Husseldorf, but later on in the night, Leo tried to comfort Husseldorf and gain some more vital knowledge about what they might face in the keep. We pick back up as the party enters the castle and they continue their quest to rescue their friend. Uh, you guys enter and see a, a large... He's weirder than uh, me. Uh, he is weirder than you. Uh, you see a massive uh, hall in front of you, uh, sort of a grand staircase. Uh, and you look, you just see four uh, four columns that sort of lead up to this staircase. Um like I said, once a, a very elegant and masterfully crafted floor uh, is now decrepit, damaged, uh, crumbling in some places. And back, like, if you first few steps, you, like, take your, like, is this safe? It's safe, but you definitely know that there are um, definitely weak spots. As you look around, you see a couple massive holes in the floor. Um, you look down, and it, it, you realize uh, this keep has a couple of floors below it as well. Um, there's a, a, what used to be probably a very royal, uh, sort of rug that leads, uh, from the main door up the stairs. Uh, there's actually two doors, uh, one to each, uh, left of you. And as you 
your eyes go up the stairs, there's also another massive uh, arched hallway in front of you. I see anything of immediately apparent value. Oh, yeah. These four uh, columns that lead to the staircase are all made out of solid amber gold. Even in the sort of dim, like, morning light storm, like, cloudy in morning light, these things still glow. I mean, I, I'm, like I'm not above plunder, but I'm not going to destroy architecture. Uh, you probably could. You would have to, like, cut these things in half anyway, if not into, like, tenths. Well, see, I reach into my bags and my deep pockets and, oh, no, I've already used it on coffee. Oh, no. I already used it on, oh, man, you can't buy a saw. Aw. All right, so which way do you guys go? You guys head head up to the the stairs, or do you sort of meander around? Well, which we're kind of discussing which uh, tower looked like it might be more terrific, and we'd want to head towards the way the, the tower we wanted to try first. It's probably deeper into the. You would probably want to go straight, guys. We sh- we should go straight. I think that if we're going to head that hit that tower, we thought Morty would be in. We're going to go straight in. You agree? Well, as long as we're being cautious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got my shield, I got my sword, I got my cod piece. We're good. I said cautious, not overprotective. I say once he says cod piece. Which way are we going? Left, right, or forward? I think that having the high ground is a good thing, and so we should go for the stairs. All right, but that seems to be away from the tower. You sure? No, it's towards the tower. Well, you, you said go straight. Yeah, straight, straight are the stairs. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll go towards those. Yeah, 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 I agree. Anything, what a brilliant mastermind <laughs> strategian you turn out to be. Let's, let's do exactly what you said. Brilliant. That sounds like a fantastic plan. Anyone else? Any thoughts? I start taking walking. It. You're going, you're walking. Husseldorf yeah. is walking. Who's in front? I, I will be in front. In this okay, case. make me a two purple difficulty perception check. You guys do notice, this is not a perception <laughs> check you need to make. Um, you do notice, however, there is a long, um, a long path of dirty looking footprints about the go- size of goblins that have come straight through this thing and walked up the staircase to the arched pathway. Prince, the size of goblins. Good God, what are we fighting? So, how far away is Raytheon from me? I don't know, Raytheon. Where are you in uh, this line? I'll, be, this I'll be walking. Uh, Leo is line. taking point, correct? Yes. I'll uh, I'll be doing that right alongside him, maybe a foot or foot or two behind. So you're engaged with me? Yes. All right, that's going to be a two advantage. Wow, I still managed to mess it up. It's a one failure, two advantage. Okay. You don't notice anything of, of significance um, at first. Like, you just kind of, like, notice that, like, these definitely were the goblins you saw. Probably about the same amount. Um, you notice that uh, as you walk down this uh, large hallway, there's a couple doors off to the left and right. Uh, you peek in, you see, you know, uh, living quarters. You see sort of a study area. You see... Ooh, a, I go into the study. What might be a library. Let's walk um, right in there. It's just moonwalk right into the study. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you want to spend those two advantages? DM's discretion. 
Okay. This is literally like what I see. Yeah, so you walk in and you see a rather large study. Um, It's probably like a place where the royal, maybe a royal guest would uh, lounge before dinner um, and have probably secretive conversations. Is this the library? No, this is the study. You said. Oh, okay. No, no. I'm the the library. When you say study, I I think I think um, synonymous with the library. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you go into the library. Uh, This is a small library. It's probably like. um, It probably keeps like the most. Hmm. I would think this probably kept like a lot of the records of the court since this is probably really close to the court. Have any books or literature survived the yeah, thousand uh, years? Yeah, there's definitely a, a few books. Uh, a few How many can I books. shove in my bag? Uh, let's say that one book is one encumbrance. Let's say, let's say, look at this book. Um, I'd say these things are pretty, probably pretty big. I think you get five book books for one encumbrance. Okay, I t- I'll take uh, three encumbrance worth of books. We'll, oh, I'll figure out what they are later. <laughs> okay, all right. It's been a thousand years. If they survived, if they survived, they yeah. might be magical or something. Yeah. So okay. Fifteen books. Toss my bag. My bag. Anybody else want to explore around what you guys seen have seen so far? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll take a look around. All right. Where, where are you looking? Are you looking in the 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 sort of small library? Are you looking in the study, the living quarters? You're going to go on towards. You can probably from this you can see like the grand hall, the sort of where the throne is. Where the throne I'll take a was. peek in there. The throne room. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe two purple uh, perception check. Okay. All right. Uh, Failure, advantage, and a triumph. Okay. Um, I don't see whatever's there to see, but it works in our favor in some extreme way. You're probably caught off guard by the grandeur of this hall. Like, out of all the halls you've ever seen in the Elven cities, have you, have you ever been to an Elven city, actually? No. Okay. You've heard tales of things like this. Like, this thing is massive. Large stone columns, uh, seats for the royal court. The throne is massive, and even even in this decrepit, like um, corrupted state, this place looks like it takes your breath away. Um, you do notice that there are a lot of holes. You do notice that it, above there is a massive hole above you, and it crashes down through the. It looks like it crashed. Whatever happened, crashed down through the uh, floor to the left of you. What did they drop houses on the place? Good grief. Uh, I want to use the advantage to not be spotted by anything that might be walking uh, walking uh, around in here. You take one step in, and you immediately, like, you you kind of are distracted for just a second, and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, threats. And you look, and crawling around the massive hole, and then across the room are five ferals, they go to the other side. They didn't come out of the, the massive hole. They sort of were looking around it. They walked across it or like crawled across the floor to the other side and crawled uh, up one of the stone columns and into the floor above them. So you have five ferals that went uh. to the floor above you. Uh, yeah, how do you want to spend that advantage? I would like to provide a boost die to the next person to act. 
Okay. And very slowly, very quietly, walk backwards <laughs> from where I came. <laughs> okay. All right. Does anybody else want to plunk around in this building? I, I will. I'm a nosy Nelly. I'll, I'll snoop a little. Do you want to snoop beginning of the keep, or do you want to snoop further into the keep? Further in. Okay. Walking back, is there anyone that I encounter on the way on the way back? Do I run into Makra or? Yeah, I think Makra would r- go by you. Yeah. Okay. Um, you may not want to go in there. There are ferals about. Yeah, that's kind of what I expected. <laughs> there are five in the uh, old throne room. It appears. Oh, they're gone now. There were five in the old throne room. <laughs> well, let's just let's see what we can see. Uh, Very well. I'll go with you. Said, you. you said two purple. Yes, two purple. Uh, if he's gonna, if he's making a procession check, he's gonna get a boost die from my uh, from my talent. So that one, I think, all right, three boost die. Gosh, so that comes to four successes. Okay, um, he's no good at this. Well, all came from the woodsman. Do you want to? Do you want to find something? I find a switch that, when pressed, destroys all the ferals in a five-mile <laughs> radius. Mm, no, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, do you, you want find a switch that brings Morty to us? Do you want to find something valuable, or do you want to find something historical? That's a tough decision. That's a <laughs> tough decision, isn't it? <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> Which would Makra rather have? I will say this. If this is an old city, both would be the same thing. Not in this instance. I'd rather have something useful. <laughs> let's, go with, let's go with something historic. Okay. You notice a door off to the right. right? You notice in this hall, this grand throne room, this grand hall, uh, there are two doors on opposite sides, about middle way through the door. Um, you head in to the one to the right, and um, kind of snoop around there. You see a staircase that uh, seems to go up or down. That's not been damaged. Seems pretty sturdy. Uh, but off to the left, you also notice that there was another door sort of in the corner or more towards the corner. And it looks like it leads into this room. You take a peek in there and you see uh, what looks like a war room. So like there's a map on the table. With- mm-hmm. Yep. Map. Little figures on the table. Is it a removal of map, or is it like the table is a map? The table is a map. Oh. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to spend some time examining it. Okay. It is a massive map of Valeria. It's it's huge. Um, And you see that most of what you... what I guess you could say most of the action that is happening, or most of the... um, events that are happening are in the area that you are currently in. It is in the northeastern province of or area region of Valeria, sort of in this valley and out from this valley. Um, you see sort of the kingdoms outlined at this point, and it looks like this probably was very early in Valeria's history. Um, if you want to make me a I could give you some just general, general generalities about this, or if you want, you can make me a yeah, a lore or a geography check. I can do a lore check. Three purple, because this is old Alaria history. 
Um, that is a success with a triumph. Okay, interesting. Um, you see early the early kingdoms, um, and man, uh, this is what I'll get you, give you, and then you can tell me what you may want that triumph to be. You notice that uh, there are large elven kingdoms, and much of the human kingdoms that are now are actually then elven kingdoms. Um, the northern human kingdom of Arexia is very small. It's limited to sort of the the coastal and mountainous area, even up into the sort of the the everwinter area. And the lower, the southern human kingdom is really restricted again along the coastline and around sort of the, the dead marshes and uh, what's now known as Midwraith. But you see a lot of cities that aren't actually even around anymore. Um, and you notice that there actually is a sort of a new development in the northeastern area, and it seems like it's expanding. Uh, there are different troops and troop movements. It seems like there are troops being amassed. Uh, you can notice that there are, seems like there are uh, financial figures, uh, schedules of like weaponry being amassed. And I, I assume that you all probably followed them into this building, like this room. Uh, I think everyone's in this room. I, I don't want to remove anybody from the, the scene here. You all gathered around this, 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 table and realize that like what you're seeing is is probably some sort of uh campaign military campaign ruby can you draw this can you draw this map oh good thinking yeah uh she like opens up her book and just starts like (laughs) she weighs her her staff and it just reader skeeter style you know it's just that pins and starts flying over the pages Nerd. nerd, nerd. Okay, so how do you want to spin that? Does that mean that it's like slandering all of the cities? No, no, no. <laughs> no, the pin libelous map. The quill is moving with a magical effort. How about that? Okay. How do you want to spin that triumph? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm curious what your idea might be. I mean, I can I could give you something personal and historical about this. Yeah. Okay. So you guys all noticed that basically what you're seeing is a northern campaign and that this this new kingdom is expanding from uh Valador. And it has incorporated a the eastern dwarves in the Silvertip Mountains. It has pushed back a what looks like a kingdom of frost giants. And it has started amassing forces below um, Willow Lake um, and sort of around, uh, well, it has moved east as well and encompassed the, the far eastern shores of the Southern Downs, not quite Sandy Harbor. Um, there's no forces amassed there, but it looks like there's some negotiations being taken place there. The real mass of the army now has moved south to the Blackthorn Forest and seems to be sort of stopped near the the Flat Plains and the Blackthorn Forest. And Seth, you notice different orc tribes marked on the map. And the one that sticks out to you the most is your orc tribe. Now, you know 
you're not from this area. You're from the South, but you see plain as day, your orc tribe uh, right in the heart of the Blackthorn Forest. And in fact, uh, you find a letter that says that um, your tribe was sending a ambassador to the king. I didn't know my tribe had diplomats. I give you deal from my leader and then not kill you if you not kill me and the deal discuss. Maybe Leo, that is incredibly racist. <laughs> <laughs> but M- M- Makra, that all of that aside, what do you mean you didn't know your people had diplomats? Did they, is that no longer a profession among your people? It's not one that is, well, it's not very popular. Ah, we, ah. we tend to settle our disputes in other areas, not involving words. Yeah, they're diplomats are usually the guy with the biggest sword. Swing it. You seem a learned fellow. When, when's the last time this sort of thing happened? Where diplomats and real people headed north? I have no idea. Based on this map, this is not where my tribe was. Wait, what? Is it just inaccurate, or...? I don't know, but this symbol here represents my tribe. This is not where my tribe was. Hey, guys, this is where my family died. Right here. Oh. Right right where? Right there, I see by, uh... That, uh what is it called? Darkhold now? Dark Shadow Sha- Shadowhold? Your family died at Shadow... Why were they there? Why were uh, they there? Look, I was not with them at the time. Uh, I, I was taking a shipment down south. Uh, I think they were just trying to find a shorter route around, but they didn't talk to me about it. They just sent me down. A lot of people don't go near that place anymore. You think? Yeah. Is it because of all the murder that seems to happen there? Yeah. I am suddenly far less keen to be in this city, especially given my recent um, <laughs> outburst. The time you saved us from the uh, the the godly sh- uh, shiny hiney uh, gargoyle, you know the the rock hewn buttocks gargoyle. Ah, uh, yes, him of the polished ass, Maximus. Works <laughs> <Lutius. laughs> the glutes, you know. Like I'm not into guys. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, nice. This is very distracting. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be you gotta be confident enough in yourself as a man to appreciate somebody that just. I mean, sweet piece of tone. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he had some meat, but you could tell there was some pretty good marbling going on there as well. Yeah. It was at the very least a kind of envy. Yeah, I mean, life goals, right? (laughs) Right. I mean, you could choose between having the wings or that ass. You choose that ass. Right. I mean, yes. It's a kind of flight, if you think about it. That'll give me looks that I would appreciate. Uh Uh-huh. Ruby speaks up and goes, actually, Makra, there are no work tribes up here and she points like above uh the the mountain range anymore like maybe there's some in the blackthorn forest so like this map is really old that would make sense more intentionally misleading this is before the war this is probably well before the war she looks at you and goes this map is probably like thousands of years old Is is there any way we can preserve this I mean, Ruby shows you her her well drawn sketch in the her book. Yes, but the original. 
I'm trying to take it, basically. Mm, how many cards is the table? It is a 20-foot-long table. Yeah, so, so Rachel, <laughs> how happy would you be for us to carry this table with us? How happy would you be to charge people admission to look at it? I'd rather just take whatever is ancient and valuable in this area uh, and take it with us to, like, sell to an academy for study. It does belong in a museum. While they're talking, I'm going to go more on guard and make sure the people aren't the goblins aren't coming back. Okay. Anything about value in this room? That's and now, um, now Leo would actually prefer like it, like let's say there's the difference between like a gold scepter of full value. Leo is would weirdly enough prefer something of like historical value or magical value that might help out future generations. Well, here's the thing. Here's what you guys notice, and you notice that. There's not a lot of things lying about on this so far. You guys looked at this, and it it looks like somebody or people throughout the ages have sort of looted this this area pretty well. Um, I mean, you found some you know books, and there's still some books around. There's still probably some trinkets here and there, but in terms of like really good value. Um, you're not seeing a whole lot of like items, really. And that's what that's what they said, you know, at, at Wondermere. They told y'all that like there's a lot of people that used to come to the city and go adventuring to find treasure, and then that sort of stopped. And the last one that came through was Hustledor, and then after that, there was nobody that came up this way. So, you know. This sort of was part of Wondermere's like economy until like it stopped and it got very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So like the first level seems pretty picked over. Say, uh, hurdy gurdy, <laughs> you've been in this place before, correct? Yes. Where did you go after this? We went below. What did you find there? If memory serves me right, the library, the vault, and the armory was below. And then further below that was the crypt and the prison. Oh, and the torture chamber. Wait, you you guys went down? Why'd you guys go down? That's where it was. It's drawing them still. Uh, The bone dragon? No, that's not what drew them. Okay, so your adjectives are a little bit sparse here, buddy. Don't go near it, you'll be fine. Recommend we go. What is your goal? To find your friend? Morty, yes, but I mean, if we could do any good while we're here, we're going to be heroes. Do Do you know where he was? He was in the tower. He points, by bearded devils. He points to the staircase. Ruby goes, one, one bearded devil, just one. That's all he said, one. I, I'm hopeful it's just one. Why, Ruby? Did, did you recover any research on them? I mean, any devil is bad. You've read a book on them. What do you know about them? Let's just say a lot of them are bad. If there's a lot, we can't beat them. Okay, after this... We're going to discuss, like, how adjectives work and, like, more broad description. Like, for example, if we're going to kill Kachi, 
sharp objects around the neck or heart or anything like that would work. Same with me. Same with Raytheon, I think. I don't know. Maybe I would prefer the area just above the eyes and between my eyebrows. Okay, so head area for Raytheon. Um, Macra, of course, is all in his arms. You take out his arms, he won't be able to do anything. There's some stuff he could still do, I'm sure. Just like do it like his eyes. I don't know if he can like shoot beams okay. out of those. Bonker, can you shoot like beams out of your eyes? Yeah, all the time. Right, and Hinkelorf over there. If you cut off his beard, he won't have any strength. We all know that's that. true. That's any wizard, really. It's actually if you just shave one eyebrow. Oh, cool! It doesn't matter which one. Ah, well, the left one corresponds to his right side, and the right one corresponds to his left side. Mm. She goes, well, okay, so I did some reading, and bearded devils are pretty nasty. I mean, it seems like silver seems to work pretty good against them. Um, But, like, they don't really care, uh, or it doesn't really bother them if it's cold or if you use fire or poison. They also seem to have some resistance towards some magical effects and spells. Um, And they're really hard to frighten. Um, She says that, and Husseldorf goes, Well, if you're looking for your friend in the tower, we best take those stairs. He says, the other ones sort of end. If you're going up, eventually, for whatever reason, this place always seems to draw you down deeper into it. Be careful where you watch your step. The upper floors are unsafe. If you fall, you might fall all the way down. And I think you guys start heading up the stairs at that point. Great thing right. to all fours and begins to crawl up <laughs> at a great speed. He reaches so. the walls and climbs upward. He is unstoppable. He curls his head back. His his jaw splits open into a four-piece mandible. <laughs> I knew it. He's a man-bear pig. Mm. Half man, half bear, half pig. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> All right, so you guys head upstairs, and um, you you head up the stairs, and you see these massive corridors. You see beautiful balconies as you sort of exit the stairs and, and kind of look to the right and left. Uh, you realize that the hallways up here are much larger in scope and uh, much more sort of open-esque. Um, Husseldorf sort of feels... Uh, I believe the king's training area was up here somewhere. And a magic study, but I'm not sure. Sort of all runs together after a while. Did you guys get, um, where did you guys actually get drawn down? If you guys went up here, when did you guys get drawn down? Oh, we didn't get thrown down. We were chased down. By what? Pharaohs, of course. Okay, at least we know we can deal with those. Um, magic study, you said? Yes. It's somewhere around here. Let's find it. Perhaps there's some key to the tower in it. Uh, on this side of the, on the sort of the, this side of the keep, you do notice that most of this hallway is sort of open aired. It's almost like a sort of a balcony uh, that runs around the outside, it looks like. 
um, there's still banners uh, that you see that, that uh, hang and, and move in the wind. Um, it is, however, starting, uh, it's not really light. It is probably mid-morning at this point, uh, but it's still pretty dark outside uh, from the storm. And uh, you guys plunk around, kind of snoop around a little bit, and uh, you do seem like you find what, what he probably was talking about, the study. Uh, entering, you see a, pretty, a fairly large room lined with bookshelves on uh, each side of the room. And across from you, uh, you see another balcony with curtains sort of blowing in the wind. And two tables offset this archway leading onto the balcony. Um, you do notice from just the get-go that there's, our, there's books on there and open. This room really seems pretty untouched by what the rest of the city has uh, been affected by. And in the middle of the room is a sort of a large desk. I tell you what, y'all make me a perception check. Whoever wants to like really study, look around in this room. Um, maybe a perception check. Difficulty? Nah, one purple. Uh, this is easy. Uh, I'm willing to also look around. And you all, you all, I would say you all get a, a boost die from Raytheon. Okay, three successes for me with one threat. One success and an advantage. Two successes and an advantage. Three success. Okay. All right, let's start with Leo. Uh, Leo, you immediately know on the table, you see a half-broken shield. It is the same exact shield. Did you bring the shield with you on yes. this adventure, or did no, you leave it with your pack? It's in my pack. It's in your pack? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I try to cling them together. It fits perfectly. But it doesn't <laughs> stick, right? It does not stick. However, when you put it together, it is your family's crest. It is a white willow tree uh, on a shield, uh, and it fits perfectly. Surely there's a smith that could help you with that. No, I'm just going to hang out on the wall or something. <laughs> it's my trophy. <laughs> I, I scoop you know, it up. You could, you could do it in, a, in sort of a display, sundered as it is. I, I heard of someone who did something similar with a sword once. Like broken swords? Yes, it was broken in a great battle and kept by that man's family for further generations to hear. They, they called it the Shards. I'm not sure... <laughs> And the fellow's name. They, they never put together either, huh? Well, they were eventually reforged into one blade, a new blade, uh, fit for a king's rule. But this is no matter for, for our situation now. Um, what, what else do we find? Oh, I also grabbed two, uh, or grabbed ten books. Ten books. Okay. <laughs> I think what that thread is. Uh, you grabbed ten books, but I think half of them are going to be no good. They look good on the outside, but they're horrible. They so they're just rot, dead rot. They got mall signal. So they're no, they're no value. Like they're I no value. Down five. Okay, so I'll write down uh, five books, but for right now, I'll be carrying the additional encounters. Yes. Um, okay, so uh, Raytheon, you had a success and an advantage. Yes. What do you want to be looking for in this this study? I want to be looking for information uh, that would. Aid us with some obstacle that would stand in our way in the tower. Ooh. Um, you find a key. 
a golden key. It's labeled Morty's Tower. <laughs> Let's just go in full, full hard lean. Hey, look, <laughs> here it is. Morty's Tower. I think they gave him the tower. Oh, wait. So he like owns property here? Yeah, they took the time to engrave it. No, it's got like a little, it's got a little, like a little tag onto it. It's been tied onto it. <laughs> like a little, little, little name tag. <laughs> Who left this here? You're the devil. Well, fuck him. It's ours now. <laughs> or her. Makra, you got three successes. <laughs> Are you going to be looking sort of, do you want to look at the desk or the bookshelves? Desk. Okay. Um, you find a journal, a rather large journal. Uh, it is leather bound. I open it. You uh you open it up and um you immediately know this is a wizard's journal. Uh there are all sorts of like wizarding spells, wizarding theory, ways to teach wizarding, uh, ways to teach wizarding. Welcome to Hogwarts. Uh way to teach spells, um the dissecting of a spell and how you can manipulate a spell uh to flow from one spell to another, sort of spell chaining. That looks valuable. Thanks, Marker. Toss in my bag. <laughs> I was going to hand it to Ruby. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, wow. Thanks, Makra. And she looks at it. She goes, wait a minute. This, this is Morty's journal. It's, it's Morty's journal. Does he, like, work here? I don't think it's so. like a B&B. Is, is there an owl in the window at this point? Or? No, no owl. Oh, okay. If there's an owl, it is fade on sight. <laughs> just, just wasn't sure. You know, that owl did never, you know, never did actually hurt us. What if it was like Morty's familiar to keep an eye on us? Uh, I don't trust it. Hey, right. so Morty's journal. Ooh, ooh. Hey, hey, hey. Um, how far back does it go? Um, it's not really that kind of journal. She opens like the first page. It's more like a wizarding journal, which means like, like a workbook. Yeah. It's, it's not like of doodles of naked bearded. Devil. There's, there's a difference between journal Leo and diary. A diary is what you're probably thinking of. Morty never. Well, Morty did keep a couple diaries. Uh, men keep journals. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. It was a, this is a work journal, not private thought journal. And she's sort of like, Looks at you to see if you got, she got it right this time. So this is a research book? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would say so. Because a journal is usually private discoveries or events. Okay, well, maybe it is a, a journal like you say. I don't like a, know. Like a, like a work log? What's I'm a not a man. Log? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's got spells. You know, I see it says no. a lot of, like, like, it spells a lot of words. You're right, Ruby. But I think this is a book about magic. I'm going to go now, and Raytheon, uh, Raytheon takes the key and walks out the door. We got one more. We got one more check to 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 resolve. Kachi, uh, Raytheon's going to go check on check and see if anybody's followed them. Two two successes, one advantage. How do you want to spend that? Once again, I'm still looking for any symbols related to Afriel or shadow disappearing magic. You mean stealthing? Shadow disappearing magic. He wants to. He wants to find that one scroll from Naruto. 
you see a detailed diagram of 3x. And then you see a drawing of the divine inner sanctum of Afriel, of where Afriel was. Wait, is shadow magic bad? Yes. No, shadow magic isn't like magic to make a person like disappear, not evil magic. Dear listeners, Kaji is not actively seeking to become tainted with shadow magic. Instead, he was describing shadows which are hard to see in. So not evil, just like, oh, man, the lights are out. Oh, illusory magic, sort of, right? Okay, gotcha. Okay. I Anyway, uh, <laughs> you see the inner sanctum that uh, y'all were tested in under uh, Morty's Academy. You see it depicted. You see it um, in uh, very precise detail. And um, you see various notes on it written about basically questions being asked. Where did Morty get the stone? How did Morty craft the stone? Did the celestial help? How can we defeat the celestial? Is the, the, the celestial the source of Morty's power? All right. I'm like, okay, I'll read this later. Boom, bag, done. Okay. Are you guys done in the magic study? <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, is there anybody out in the hall skulking around? No. You have not okay. seen a soul up here yet. Good. Uh, I do need you guys all to make me, though, as you guys are moving around, a average coordination check. Coordination? Wow. I got a yellow and two green. I have a yellow and two green. I have two green. Three green. Okay, so I'll go first. Boop. Yay! A failure. <laughs> a failure. A failure and a triumph. You you leave out. Uh, you, you were like, oh, well, uh, there's a door to the left. Let's go out this door. We haven't been this way. Maybe we can find the tower. And you immediately take one step, and the floor just crumbles down half this hallway. Look at everyone. The floor crumbled. Oh, man. That can't be good. I don't think we'll be thinking that way. How do you want to spend your triumph? There's like 30, 40 goblins buried in the rubble. <laughs> there are 80 goblins buried in the rubble. How about this? Enemies within the vicinity are distracted by it. By this giant. Oh, no, come on, Matt. At least cripple them. <laughs> Maybe they're crippled. You don't know. All of them. At least emotionally. Let's. Let's just say let's just say this triumph helped you avoid an encounter up here. As wow. as this happens, you hear the skittering of clawed feet on tiles down the hall and down the side of the, the walls, it seems, sounds like. Heavy clawed feet? Yes. Or like like feral feral clawed feet. So not oh, heavy. Fun. Not like ghoul, not like gargoyle. No, 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 not like gargoyle. Not like yeah, no. I would say with this, you can add a boost dice that you know that, like, oh, you're going to have to be careful. Whoever goes next. And you also know you can't go that way. Yep. You have to go a different way. <laughs> <laughs> so a failure with four advantage. Um, the other hallway crumbles. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you guys avoid, you avoided a very, a very dangerous situation. So if I can't 
get there, if I can't get somewhere that I'm that I need to go, what if I spot a way up, but I'm trying to figure out a way up there, and so I will use the other advantages as boost dice to everyone else <laughs> to okay. show them show them the way. So like, no, no. If you see there's there's a crack there that we can hold on to and step on that ledge and hold to the wall and sort of work our way around. Just jam your fingers in the cracks of the wall and stand on that for balance. And you could go up. Okay. I'll roll next then. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Five successes. All right. Um, after Jordan showed you rope to Leo. Yeah, you guys like make your way across sort of the you kind of you kind of figured out, okay, here's where the weak spot danger spots are. And here's the halls that we can sort of work through and and get through safely. You pass by a door. You do see the tower or another staircase that leads to um, another tower. And uh, you do pass uh, a very luxurious, luxurious door. Um, sort of a dark wooden carved door with Ooh, all sorts mahogany. of mahogany. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, sure, it's mahogany. Um, it is open, and you see inside a rich wooden floor that seems unpolished and untouched by shadow magic. And you also see various weapons. Most of them are gone just from the short glance. You see some weapon holders and um, that are basically empty, but you do see a few short swords inside. I walk into the armory. Um, basically, you walk in and you see that this is basically, it looks like a training room. I look um, around better. <laughs> you notice that back towards the back in the center, uh, sort of on a, a small pedestal, is a um, something, some sort of um, glass case that actually has armor inside of it. I shatter it and take the armor. <laughs> okay, roll attack. Is it glass or is it crystal? You're good at rolling that. Uh, it's it's something. You're about to find out what it is. <laughs> I suppose there's an obvious way to unhinge it. Okay, let me see. You said I attack it. So I'll do it. I'll, I'll roll do it. damn. Roll attack. This is going to be two red difficulty dice. Oh my gosh. What has he done? Okay, so I, I get one success. One of my automatic advantages rolls out rolls out one of those threats. So I get one advantage, all right, one success, one threat, and one triumph. Jeez, okay. <laughs> all right. The threat is you, okay, you succeed in opening up the case. You've solved my trap puzzle. <laughs> However, with the two threat, you damage the armor. Get one threat. Oh, one threat? I, I generate an automatic. Oh, that's damage. right. Okay. Mm, all right. You take one strain yes. as you are electrocuted. <laughs> all right. Or just like a clang. Yeah, sure. How do you want to spend the triumph? Because <laughs> um, I'm just swinging at it. Um, I'm going to have to get, get a recommendation from the DM on this one. Well, I think you can avoid any other, if you want, you could try and avoid any other like booby traps that this object may have had on it yes let's do that one (laughs) um you do this and you just happen 
you just happen to cut the sigil on the back wall just enough to break the line. And just as he's about to charge up and release, unleash a fiery blast into the room, you sigh a deep breath of relief that your stupid actions actually worked out for once. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You see, Ruby, brute force can solve just about anything. The violent side of the thunder shield almost took over. (laughs) Ruby walks up and goes, looks at you, goes, you see that on the wall? You see that? Yeah. That would have been your funeral. Don't ever do that again until one of us wizards looks at it first. Well, let's say I hit it. I hit it with my sword. Yes, and you would have been dead, and I would have cried at your funeral. Don't ever do that again. She walks Aww. away. Ruby, if I died, you wouldn't have been a funeral for me. You guys wouldn't have been around to bury me. <laughs> I would have performed the dance of your people. Thanks, Ruby. What falls on the ground is a what looks like uh, ancient brigandier armor, and you see two ancient-looking uh, gauntlets. Both are a dark sort of brass looking uh, in nature. I put them on. What do they feel like? First. <laughs> Make me a discipline check. Alright. Nah, I didn't say I put them on my hands. No, no, no. Wait. I apologize. Make me a resilience check. Alright. This is three purple difficulty. This is probably pretty easy for you. I three purple still... This is still scary pants. And then I'm going to go ahead and flip a uh, story points since we're not really using them. And what does it do for me? Upgrades one of your green die to a yellow die. One success, four advantage. All right. The success, uh, you put them on and immediately feel chilled, but you do not take any damage. You sort of fight off the sort of f- freezing effect of it. And uh, would you like to ascertain the nature of these gauntlets? I With would. With your four advantage. Yes. They are fighting gauntlets. Um, they are fighting trousers. <laughs> they are used in combat. They use the brawl skill. They are plus two damage, critical uh, critical rating of three, encumbrance one. They have the disorient three, ensnare one uh, target. The ensnare being the freezing target is immobilized a number of rounds equal to rating. Perform, they have to perform a Hard athletics check to break free, and they have the stun or item quality. They provide no defense and no soap. These look and feel like mocha gloves for some reason. I'm not sure why, but I feel like mocha should wear these <laughs> for some reason. Mocha, get over here. Right, so I still need to make my coordination check to even get around, right? No, I think you're good. I think with... with- oh, so cold. Look how hard the nipples are getting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ruby goes, ew, ew, stop it, put it away. This joke was Ruby appropriate. It's better than dick jokes. She walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Marco, okay, I'm going to give you these gloves. You need to steal yourself. When you put these on, there's like a rough rush. You got to prepare yourself, all right? Okay. You're going to like these gloves. All right, I take them off and hand them to Marco. You have to make a three a three difficulty. Hard resilience. Wow. Okay. Um, you guys care if I spend a light side point to make sure this goes well? <laughs> Four, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. You throw an advantage on there because, yeah, he did warn you, so you're sort of prepared. That's that's fine. Okay. That is an advantage. Okay. Oh. You put them on, and you immediately have to take them off. You don't suffer anything. 
but you like, oh, it's cold. Now, uh, equipping a wrist, put them on all the way. Just on your hands. Maybe, maybe later. Maybe later. No, no, just go ahead and do it. Okay, so basically just the exact same roll again, except I only have three green. All right. Let's All try right. this one more time. Two success. Hey! There you go. I, I mean, I saw you stand toe-to-toe with a stone golem of some sort. You're, you're good. All right. This is actually kind of refreshing once you get used to it. Yeah. Now, go ahead and touch your nipples. Nope. Gross. <laughs> Gross. All right, so uh, you you now have a a set of ancient brigandine armor just laying on the floor. I put it on my body. Okay, what a roll! Make uh, me a <laughs> make me a hard <laughs> discipline check. Three purple. It's going to be a hard discipline check. I get four successes and one threat. Uh, uh, you suffer another point of strain. Okay, I take it. Um. You're not quite sure exactly what's going on with this armor, but you do know that you sort of had to will yourself to be able to wear it. Okay. Uh, And I will give you the stats for that. It gives you plus two defense, plus two soak, plus two encumbrance, zero hard points, and it has the reinforced um, quality to it. Okay, I'm done building up my my defense stats. I just need about, I think it's in that as well. That's a pretty big boost. Anybody else want to look around in here? I just did everything that was the most dangerous way I could do it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'll put my tongue on it. Oh, it, it shocks you. It shocks you. All right, you guys head up to the tower. You make your way up a long tower. Looking out the window, you see large mountains, a vast forest, and a beautiful lake sitting down below. You make it to the top of the tower. Raytheon, you find a locked door. I'm going to use this key and see if it works. You stick the key in the door, it opens and works. Imagine that. It's a gold key. Hold on to that, Raytheon. So we open the door and we see inside Joe Mama. Joe Mama's pool. (laughs) You open the door and you find that, yes, this looks like a tower that has been recently occupied. Except there's nobody here. In fact, you see a lonely desk and a chair. And on top of the desk, you see a note. You've got to be kidding me. I burned the tower down. (laughs) I'm going to go read the note. The note says, I'm sorry, Mario. Princess Peach is... (laughs) it says I'm sorry you traveled all this way to find your friend come to the crib I don't think this guy's really sorry I don't think he is either I think he's an asshole alright Dimple Tor it's time to start setting fires he flicks his finger and a flame (laughs) immediately ignites Listen, hamburger helper, I'm going to need to get out of this room. Just hold three seconds. Content of this podcast remains property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. 
the Genesis role-playing game, Genesis logo and Realm Terranoff, property of Fantasy Flight Games. Any content used from Genesis Foundry belongs to their respective owners. The hilarious setting and setting book is property of the Hazardous Casuals podcast.